Hello and welcome back to Move My Spirit. I do apologize that it has been a while since I've recorded for you guys. Um, This season kind of takes me by storm, uh, getting everything ready for Christmas. And uh, if you follow my Facebook page, then you saw that I was pretty wrapped up in the beginning of the month, uh, celebrating Hanukkah and doing the teachings on that. But I wanted to make sure that I got a podcast out to you for the month of December. I'm trying uh, my best to get about one a month out for now, and we'll see if they increase in the coming year. But um, it's only appropriate right now to talk about uh, the beginning of the book of Matthew, which is um, you know the basis of the season that we're in right now, which is the Christmas season. And... I want to kind of put a different spin on it and maybe look at things a little bit differently. Of course, you know that that's how I like to approach all of our scriptures is um, maybe to shed a little bit of a new light or a new understanding on them for you. So I'm going to read to you from uh, Matthew chapter 2. I'm going to start in verse 9 and I will end in verse 11. Uh, Coming from the King James, it reads, when they had heard the king, they departed, and lo, the star which, w- which they saw in the east went before them, till it came and stood over where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. And when they were come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, They presented unto him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. So, of course, um, you know, churches all over the nation are going to be hearing these scriptures. Uh, You know, perhaps they started a couple of weeks ago when we entered into the month of December. And uh, they're going to hear them again this coming week and then again Christmas Eve. But something that I really take away from this particular passage is specifically in verse 11 is their style of worshiping Jesus so it's 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 like it's not good enough just to say that they came and worship him but the writer here felt it was necessary to to paint a very detailed picture for us as the readers And it it was necessary to say that they fell down and worshipped him. Let that sink into you. They fell down and worshipped him. So as Christmas time comes, um, it, it seems as though a lot of people get very spiritually bogged down around Christmas time. There's a lot going on in the spirit realm for everyone. And, you know, great, great things come. And our worship seems to be one of the biggest things that can really take a hit. Um, You know, I I serve as a worship leader and it can be so difficult. It can be very spiritually frustrating for me as a worship leader to try and bring people into worship and yet still be under attack. Um because the devil doesn't want me to see the fruit of the seed that I've planted and 
And so he's going to put those blinders on me and say, look, these people aren't even worshiping. And, you know, it, it can be very difficult, but um, I, I just, worship has always been such a big deal to me. And, and I feel like that's why any chance I get, I almost have to teach on worship because that is where we can really come together with God. Um, in, in many instances, when you're reading through scripture, you'll often find the words, they fell down and worshiped. Uh, just recently, I was talking uh, with someone and I said, you know, I just don't understand why people have such difficulty getting into worship. I have a charismatic upbringing, and so for me, when I get into worship, I'll raise my hands. If I, if I feel compelled to kneel before the Lord, I'll kneel. I will do whatever I need to do to come to that place of, of true worship. And so many people have such a struggle with actually getting into that kind of worship. They'd rather, you know, grip the back of the pew that's in front of them or, you know, maybe just stay seated or hold on tightly to the hymn book that they have in their hand. And while, while the physical act of singing to God is a form of worship and while the actual simple act of just standing is a form of worship, as a worship leader it becomes almost upsetting when you realize that these people seem almost chained and they don't want to step out a little bit. And so as I had this conversation, um, I, I just said, you know, why, why does it seem so easy for me? And this person answered me back and said, well, for some people the act of raising their hands or kneeling is embarrassing. And that opened a new a new uh, view on it for myself because I, I didn't have that understanding. It is sad to me, I'll give you that. It's, it's very sad to me because when I worship... I understand that it's a sacrifice and that for when something is embarrassing, the reason it feels embarrassing, I'm sorry to say, is pride. So when it comes to worship, we have to let go of the pride. And that can be the single most difficult thing to do because... You know, what if Betty Two Pews behind you is sitting there thinking you're off the, off your rocker because you're raising your hands today and you've never done that as long as you've gone to church together. What's the matter with you? You know, it's, it's difficult. I understand that, but I think it's important to exhort one another to love, to good works, and to push each other to grow. And so when worship is talked about here in the Christmas story and these wise men came with their gifts and they fell down before this child 
and they worshipped him. My question to you is, how do you worship? How do you come to that place of complete oneness with God? I'm not saying that everyone has to raise their hands. I'm not saying that everyone has to kneel down. But oftentimes you can you can get closer if you do more than just monotonely sing along with a song and and you actually get into worshiping God and praising him um I could go on for hours on end about the different ways to worship but what I like to do uh, with these podcasts and with my blog posts is kind of to create a challenge. So as we're entering into this Christmas season, my challenge for you is going to be to examine your worship life. And here's why. Um, you know, it's, it's, it almost puts me at a loss for words, so I apologize if there's a little bit of dead air. My challenge for you is going to be to examine your worship life so that you can have a better understanding of how God wants you to worship him. That, that's going to get kind of deep, okay? Um, be prepared for what the Lord says, but very, very earnestly seek and go to him in prayer and say, Lord... How would you want me to bring worship to you? And wait for him to answer. There I am at a loss for words. It it can be so earth-shattering to wait upon the Lord in that manner and say, Lord, how can I worship you? Because... Worship is a sacrifice. Um, you know, it's. It, I think of it kind of in terms of passing the offering plate. It's a little bit of a sacrifice for you to put a check in the plate or to put cash in the plate because, you know, maybe that's money that you could have used for something throughout the week, but you made an offering. You made a sacrifice of yourself to put into that plate to further God's kingdom. And with worship, though it's not monetary, you have to offer up yourself. You have to make an offering and a conscious decision to let go of your pride and truly worship God. I have have physically seen with my own eyes people fall down and worship. And it's the most beautiful thing, um, you know, to see, to go into a church and see people raising their hands and kneeling before God to worship. It just, it just does something inside of you that's unlike anything else. And it's very contagious. But there are a few requirements. One of the requirements is that you have to be open. One of the requirements is that you have to be ready. And and another requirement is 
you have to let go of your pride. Again, probably the most difficult thing to ask any human being to do is let go of the pride. But when you let go of your pride and you worship Jesus, you become so renewed and so refreshed that you become uncontainable. So to go along with the challenge, um, once you've fully examined how you currently worship, okay, take out a pen and paper and write yourself a letter about how you worship. And at the end of your letter, write out this question. If Jesus Christ stood in the front of the church on Sunday morning, would you worship the same as you did last week? If Jesus Christ stood in the front of the church on Sunday morning, would you worship the same way you did last week? That's my challenge for you. Um, Maybe use it as a New Year's resolution for the spiritual being that is within you. But, you know, he's, he's getting ready to do something big. Uh, the Spirit has been stirring for months on end. Christmas time is a great time to talk about the birth of the King. But man, it is, it is a wonderful opportunity to talk about worship. So think about those things, write yourself the letter, write out the question, and think about maybe how you could not necessarily change, but grow. That's always the goal behind everything that I teach is is to spur growth and to stir up some kind of uh, spiritual joy within you to cause you to grow. So uh, if you don't mind, just take a minute and bow your head with me. I'm going to go ahead and pray over you uh, and just, just get ready for whatever God has for you. Let's go ahead and pray and we'll go ahead and wrap this up. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I come before you, Lord, with all of my listeners. Father God, I know that whoever has turned on this podcast and is listening, it is not by mistake, but Lord, that it is by divine appointment. And Father, I ask right now in the name of Jesus that you would ready their hearts for whatever you have for them. Father God, as they sit down in the coming days to examine how they worship you, I ask, Father, that you would indicate to them how you want to be worshiped. Father, Teach them how to worship. Lord God, set them free from any chains, any bondage that holds them back. And Father, set them free from the pride that stops them from growing in you. Lord God, I thank you and I praise you for being such a mighty God that's so deserving of worship. And Father, I ask in the holy name of Jesus that each person that hears this message will not only be reminded of the greatness 
of the sacrifice that you made, but Father God, that they will learn themselves how to make a sacrifice for you. And it's in the holy name of Jesus, I pray your blessings upon these people. In your name, amen. We'll talk again soon, if not before the turn of the year. Have a safe and blessed holiday season. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and we'll talk again.